Somebody say, I have the victory in Jesus' name. Hebrews 4, 8. Hebrews 4, 8 through 13. For if Joshua had given them rest, then he would not afterwards have spoken of another day. There remains therefore a rest for the people of God. For he who has entered into his rest has himself also seized from his work as God did from his. Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest. Let us therefore, this is my topic today, be diligent to enter that rest. Least anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing even the division of the soul and spirit and the joints and marrow, and in the discerner of the thoughts and the intent of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things, how many things? But all things are naked and open to the eyes of him who he must give an account. Father, we thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, you may be seated in the presence of God. Hallelujah. How many love Jesus this morning? Let us be diligent, therefore be diligent to enter that rest. Enter that rest. Enter that rest. How many of you know there's a rest in Jesus? How many of you know there's a rest in Jesus? I want you to understand that there are many things and many challenges that come on our lives. And Jesus has given us a pathway to getting out of the striving of life. There's a striving of life that believers are not called to live. There's a striving of life that believers are not called to what? Live. And in that striving of life, if you get in that hamster wheel, you will see that anxiousness and, and, and all things start to overcome your life. But Jesus has set and made a way that you don't have to strive in life. But there's a rest. Somebody say there's a rest. There's a rest for you in Christ Jesus. Can you say amen? Now, I want you to understand, if Joshua have given them rest, after we spoke, there remains a rest for the people of God who have entered himself and seized from the works as God did from his. As God did from his. Somebody said dead works. What makes you a Christian is not what you do before who you are. It's not what you what? Before you learn who you are. What makes you a Christian, what makes you a believer, is what you do after knowing who you are. Somebody say my identity. Your identity is more important than what you do. Your identity is more important than what? 
which means what you do is void until your identity get aligned. I'm going to say that again. Which means what you do is void until your identity come in alignment. Because your identity gives you the permission to do. Say my identity gives me the permission to do. My identity is the thing that gives me the permission to do. And without my identity giving me the permission to do, I am doing out of his will, I'm doing in my own will. And when I do in my own will, I'm actually doing out of my will. Okay, I'm going to help you this morning. I only do dead works. If it's a dead work, dead works come from dead things. But dead things also come from things that I don't even want to do in my own will. Which means there are good things that I can even do for God that I don't necessarily want to do. I do it because I feel that's God, what God wants. But that's not what I've necessarily wanted to do. I just did it because I feel God wanted. So there's a place where God says, I don't want my church having to act like they know what I want. I want them to live from knowing what I want. I want them to live from not even knowing. They have my mind. Somebody say, I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ, which means my thoughts should be his thoughts. My ways should be his ways. The way I function should be the way he functions, which means there's nothing that I should be separate in in the way God thinks. God is so strategic in his thoughts. He told you that when you have his mind, whatever you think is, is right. That's in your Bible. The righteous man, whatever the righteous man thinks is right. Which means he doesn't have to guess what he thinks. He don't have to guess what God is saying. He's saying he can start knowing. But I declare that this morning you're going to learn to come into the knowing. Can you say amen? There is a, 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 a um, there's something under the sun that's being done in the body of Christ. There's, there's a, a harsh bewitchment. And I'm believing that, that we have to get the people who actually have entered and found God, we, we got to wake you up. We got to shake you and wake you up and get you back into the presence of God so you can get on fire again. But we got to also uh, uh, get those on fire to be on the fire so we can identify those who came in without a wedding band. Which means we have unbelieving believers that are not really believers. But that's okay. They just, they just need to know God. Because they're not excited about their salvation. They haven't learned. And that's okay. We just got to, we have to get to the church where we know who is the church and who's not actually the church. So we can start saving people and bring them into the church. But we got to save the church from themselves. Because there's a lot of, of, of things that God is confused about. About his own people. God is confused. God is confused. One thing he's confused about, he said, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The, uh, David said, the joy of the Lord is my strength, which means if I have the God, there should be joy in my life. Somebody say joy in my life. I, I shouldn't be broken every single day. I, I shouldn't be messed up every single day. That, that's a, a, a function of a curse. But somebody say, I'm not of the curse. How many of you know you've been born of the blessing? I say, how many of you know you've been born of the blessing? 
Jesus, y'all looking like y'all been beat up by an ugly stick. How many of you know you've been born of the blessing? Lord Jesus, did I step into, hallelujah, how many of you have been blowing of the blessing? Come on, clap your hands if you've been blowing of the blessing. I think everybody need a vacation, hallelujah. You've been born of the blessing from the blesser. You've been blessed with heavenly gifts, blessed with spiritual blessings. You, you've been blessed from above. How many of you know that's something to be excited about? How many know that's something to wake up in the morning and say, thank you, Jesus? Not how can I please you, but thank you for what you've already pleased in me about. Thank you. Jesus. You have to understand. God wants his people to know him and to be found in him. I want to talk to you a little bit about who you are, and then I'm going to teach you the benefits of the presence of God. Because what's fighting you is your lack of holding the word. What's fighting you? It's very easy. It's very simple, but it's complex. What, what, what's battling you is very simple, but it's complex in its function. Okay? What's, what's overcoming me is very simple, but it's complex in its function. You say, what does that mean? The battle that I'm having is the lack of knowledge. But the Bible says that for the lack of knowledge, we what? Perish. And when you lack knowledge, that means you lack vision. And when you lack vision, you have nothing to fight for. Like Jesus, the Bible said, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. He endured. So when there's no endurance, that means that I lost the vision. If I lost the vision, that means that ignorance didn't let me see the right thing. So what 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 is what what I'm dealing with is very simple. The complexity of it is how do I stay entering into what I need to know about him? Can you say amen? So I'm going to help you to understand your identity. We're going to shift gears this morning. I'm going to help you to identify your identity. I want you to go with me to Ephesians 2, 4. We're going to shift gears. Ephesians 2, 4. All right. Y'all ready? Here we go. But God, tell you what, let's read together. Let's, like a family. Y'all ready? The family of God. Hallelujah. Ready? But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when... Uh-huh. Hold this. Don't move that off the screen. Don't move that off the screen. God, who is rich in what? He's rich in what? You know what that means? That's why mercy keeps following you. Tell somebody that's a good thing. God is so good. He's so good that he didn't rely on my last mess up. He allowed me to mess up, but mercy keep following me. Get, get, I can't take mercy off of me. He, he allows mercy to keep running after me in hopes that I come into grace. Okay? 
The goal is grace. The grace of God is God's ability function to overcome everything that you're going through. Tell somebody that's everything, everything. Grace gives you the ability to overcome everything in your life. But mercy follows you to settle you in your soul to say, hey, will you approve of God's grace? That's why I say come boldly to the what? Roll room of what? Raise that you may obtain mercy. So grace and mercy is not the same. Usually when people mess up, they say, well, I got grace. No, sweetheart. No, boo-boo. That's not grace. That mess up, you needed mercy. If it was grace, you would have done the outer of what Jesus would have did. Grace allows you to do what Jesus does. Grace allows you to overcome. Grace does not allow you to mess up. Okay? All right. Now, watch this. Grace has a, 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 a security clearance where you, you, you now have permission for grace because of your mess up. Think with me, okay? So grace permits me, but doesn't mean that I enter in. Somebody say levels of grace. So mercy awakens you to say, hey, I want to introduce you into grace so you can learn to overcome. Can you say amen? Now the Bible says, and raise us up. So Jesus loved us. And mercy fathers, and the Bible says he raised us up together. He's, he's go to the, uh, verse five for me. Even when we were dead in our what? We were dead in our what? Which means you was in the wrong place. What did Jesus do? He made us alive together where? With who? So you wasn't even right before he made you alive. And, okay. He didn't wait for you to get it right. To make you alive with Christ. He didn't wait for you to get right. For you to be alive. With Christ. He didn't wait. Whatever is in your mind. That you need to feel like you need to do. Before you can be. I'm telling you this morning. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait. Stop waiting. What are you waiting for? He did not wait for you to let Christ be Christ. He didn't wait for you. He's not waiting for your righteousness. Mm -hmm. He's not waiting for your righteousness. He's not waiting till you get it right. He's not waiting till you take the class. He's not waiting for you to get the degree. He's not waiting for you to get the job. He's not waiting. What he is waiting for is you to receive what he died for. Tell somebody now faith is, which means it's it's in your now is your yes. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna help somebody. Your now is your yes. Your now is your your now will always be your yes. This is why believers stop praying for later. You need a non-later to pray for later. You know them non-laters that you suck on and it takes a little while. Uh, now that you just keep sucking because you're trying to suck. It's like sour and sweet at the same time. And you make your tongue red. See, see, the way our prayer lives is like a noun later. We, we tell God, we're going to suck on you. We're going to suck on you, God, until, until our, our promise comes. We're going to keep sucking on you. Jesus said, if you don't chew that noun later, 
and, and make me and, and swallow me now. Somebody say, I need to be swallowed now. Jesus is not in your later. He got to be in your now. And if he's not coming to your now, you're not going to have a later. So you got to get your now later in the now. Somebody say, I got a later because I have a now. Come on, say, I got a later because I got a now. You are not waiting on nobody, but you're yes in the now. Can you say amen? Even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. He made us alive together with Christ. By grace, we have been saved. Verse 6. And raised us up together and made us sit together. He made us what? He, he, he raised us up. He didn't guess about it. He raised us up. He made us sit together. Remember, it wasn't on your words. It was on his, his righteousness. And, and when you believe, he said, I raised you up to sit together in where? In heavenly places, in where? In Christ Jesus. Now, I, I need you to understand something, okay? Because the reason why you're feeling the way you feel in earth is because you wasn't made from earth. <laughs> the reason why you, you're uncomfortable where you are, because you wasn't made to live here. Mm -hmm. the, the, the reason why you're having so much strife is because you wasn't made to be there. Okay. You, 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 you were born to be seated in heavenly places. So the, 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 the actual problem with believers is you don't understand how is it that you're living in the world, but you're not of the world. This is this is the challenge. How is it that I'm living in the world, but I'm not what? So I'm actually seated, but I visit the world. Okay. And when I don't realize to stay aware of where my seat is, I allow this temporary to be as if it's eternal. So I let temporary issues speak loud. They're like they're eternal issues. Okay. Because I forget that this is not my home. Nah, this is not my place of dwelling. This is not my place of standing. It's not my place. What's ingrained in me is eternal dwellings. So I'm an eternal being fighting with why I'm not comfortable in earth. Okay, all right. So, so this is the problem. You're battling because you don't know that your atmosphere was not supposed to be common in carnality of environment. You were supposed to live from above, but you visit beneath for work. You know what's so interesting? A bird, you know, we got these birds, they keep making these things. They make a mess, too. I, I just love them. I tell them, don't mess with them. They let them make a mess. I, a bird, you know, birds have flight in them. They, they were made to fly. They were made to what? So, so they have a heavenly, their, their, their nature is, okay? Their nature is what? 
That's their nature. That's their living life, the way they're supposed to live when they fly. Okay? But you know what's interesting? They don't eat. They don't eat and they don't sleep in flight. They don't eat. They don't sleep. They don't work in flight. I mean, they might work to get, grab something, but they have to come what? They have the what? Now, I want to ask you something. If flight is in them, okay, it's ingrained in them. That's their natural habitat. That's their natural function to what? To fly. Now, if they didn't fly for two years, is it not their nature anymore? No. They maybe have not known that that's where, so, so they'll be disgusted not flying. That's their natural nature. But they have to come down to eat and to, 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 to live. Oh, Jesus. Christians, you are on the ground too long. You was not designed to live in this world. That's why you're mad. That's why we're frustrated. To this morning, I pray that you learn to rise in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift your hand. Say, I'm going to rise in the name. Come on. Somebody make a decision. If you here, you make a decision in your mind. I'm going to rise. I'm not going to stay down like that. I tell you what, we're not going to even entertain your staying down. I'm going to call you to come up. No, I don't entertain it. I'm Come on up. The devil is a liar. Somebody say, the devil is a liar. If you have been called to be seated in heavenly places, above all principalities and powers, why in the world am I allowing this temporal situation to dictate my eternal value? I don't care what's going on in the now because I got eternity in heavenly places. So when I'm so distraught at the now, that means I'm sold into the now. I'm too sold into now. I was born from above. Somebody say, I'm born from above. He, he said, yet yeah, you were sinners. I made you born from above. Which means you are not, watch this. You won't feel comfortable until you learn to enter into the atmosphere that's from above. How do I enter into the atmosphere that's from above? This is how you enter into the atmosphere which from above. The atmosphere from above is simple. You ready? You enter in when you're in the presence of God. You say, how am I born from, how do I know I entered in? Because the, wherever the presence of God is, liberty is. There's freedom. Wherever he is, and I am there, and I know that he's there, I've found liberty. So when I'm outside of liberty, I'm out of bounds of the presence. Okay? All right. Now, this is the challenge. You have, we have, we have, church, we have adopted a world view of Christianity. <laughs> and we don't even know it. We have adopted a world view of Christianity. This is why, you know what? I, I truly believe people don't need to go to college until they're discipled right. Because they're going to disciple you in world views that you're not strong enough. 
and you come out with all kinds of stuff and you psychologically and, and social sociology, you, all of this stuff, you, 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 are, you are a robot. Okay. We have even adopted the worldview of Christianity. And this is so interesting. You know how I know? Because they put you on the shelf. We are shelved. Do y'all know we shelved? You know what a shelf means? Go look at your library and your book. A lot of y'all have dust on them books, don't you? You sell them. You read them. You probably got two principles out of them, and you put it back in. And you, some of it, the Bible in the angle name. The Bible is sitting there getting dusty. Eh? It's shelf. It's on the shelf. And you, you pick that up too, because you're like, yeah, we're just like the other religions on the shelf. But the world, like, we're not on the shelf. We active, baby. We moving. We, we making moves. You know. Oh, you, you know. And and then you hear people on shows. You know, you ever turn on YouTube and people talking about, you know. You know, I don't know about that Christianity, you know, that religion. I'm like, what does that religion mean? And we're like, yeah, that's my religion. Yeah, that's my. You're shelved. You know what they mean by that? You are. They mean that your thinking is in a box. <laughs> They're telling you that you think in a box. And if you're not mature, you'll probably go on one of them shows and be like, yeah, that's my religion. That's my religion, brother. Because you didn't understand God is not religious. Oh, Jesus. God is a spirit. And God didn't come for a religion, but he allowed religion to set a paradigm to access an understanding so you can flow and function until you understand liberty. It was not to keep you in bondage, bondage of the law of religion. That's why we come and I got to tell you to shout because you're in religion. No, no, it's not. An, uh, it's not. Uh, I'm not against you. I'm just showing you where you are. This is why you got to be told to do it. Lift your hand. Because your use is it's a process of what you're used to. Like we come because we come to church. This is what we do. I come because my mom comes and, and my dad comes. And this is what we grew up into doing. And, and even, you know, I, I, this is why I do that, you know. And when we go to schools, look how, look how you think about your job. You're very creative. But talk about church. Now, I say talk about church because you think, you, you think there's a definition of church. You, you think there's a topic of church. But the real church is the conclusion of even where you're working. Okay, this is too much. I'm, I'm going too far now. The real church will help you to even identify how you're even thinking about what you're doing out there. So, so that's what I mean. You're thinking of church as a box lunch. So even you separate it from people. So that's why they separate themselves from you. Because you're trying to dominate your church. You're not dominating your spirit to walk like the church, and I don't even have to say church. I'm going to teach you the spirit of a thing. Okay. All right. I came to encourage. I just want to make sure. All right. You ready? So we, 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 God is having to get us back to our first love, back to the foundations, because somewhere in our psyche, we've been sold a lie. We've been sold to believe that we come to do this thing, to make ourselves feel good, and we check our box. 
but secretly we're striving for that thing. Secretly, we want a promotion. How many of y'all want a promotion? Don't lie. Lift your hand. What's wrong with y'all lying? What, what you, how many of y'all want a promotion? Everybody in there want a promotion. You, you lying if you don't. You don't want no promotion. You, what that, you, you don't want to go nowhere? You want a promotion. You, you, how many of y'all have a set amount of money when you're going to be good? Woo! Hallelujah. Woo! Boy, if I saw that, if I saw that, that comma, I'm... <laughs> Boy, y'all gonna see my suit. Boy, we ain't gonna see you again. Y'all gonna see my dress. No, we maybe we ain't gonna see you in a couple of months. How many of y'all have a set amount? How many of y'all have a set way your relationship works? Then you're gonna be secure, baby. Oh, yeah, you think people come to church for God? No, they come to know how to get the thing. I'm trying to get the thing thing. What's that thing thing that I can do? Show me how God works to give me the thing. Give me the, God, if you give me the thing, I'm going to, God, look, I'm coming back to church if you give me the thing. I'm, I'm going I'm to serve you the way I think if you give me the thing. And we don't understand. Jesus saying, I died. Even when using your trespasses. And I was trying to show you that you're going to get life wrong. But if you learn to stop looking at my things and start looking at me, you're going to get in all my things. Search me. Find me. Know who I am. Can you say amen? Somebody say, I've been raised up. Which means God is saying, I'm not raising you up. If you are a believer... I've already raised you. If you are what? I've already. So, so you, you the, the problem why you pray for later is because you don't know you're raised. That's why you pray for later. You, the way you pray exposes where you are. The way you pray exposes where you you will never pray beyond your knowledge of God. Always remember that. You can never pray. It doesn't mean that your prayer is bad, but your prayer and how God answers is in accordance to the faith that he delivered to you. Okay? So if I'm not active in the faith that has been delivered to me, I might not get the right uh, uh, processing of the spirit of understanding in the moment. Y'all staying with me? Okay? So I have to understand something, all right? God was, it, 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 he's trying to help me to learn to live from above. What is God's goal? To help me live from above and not below. That's his ultimate goal. If my people can learn to live from above, they can stop letting lower adversarial movement to overcome them. They can stop letting low, lower problems to deal with them. You say, well, the Lord, their bills and relationships, that's lower problems. Oh, they didn't know that. Yeah, relationships, all that, that's lower problems. Bills, relationship, stop. That's called lower problems. That's called what? That's why Paul says, are you still arguing and fighting like children? 
He said, you should be teachers by now, but you need someone to teach you again the first principles of being an oracle. Being a what? Which means even the things that you're saying about what you're saying, you don't even understand it yet, but I got to teach you what you're talking about. Okay? Right. Because some things that we talk about, it's not as is. Okay? So why are we still stuck in lower level movement? I'm talking to the church now. I'm talking to a church now. The church that's supposed to be doing the work of God. The church that what? Do y'all know I didn't become a preacher to make people excited? I didn't. I did not. I came to build an army. Somebody say I'm in that army. You got to understand that God came to help you to understand why he designed you. Somebody say, I'm here for a purpose. Somebody say, I'm here for a purpose. You are not here for your own purposes. God put a purpose inside of you. And not only he put a purpose inside of you, he blessed you with spiritual blessings for that purpose. Can you say amen? And then when he blessed you, he said, I raised you up together, which means you're already seated. Somebody say, I'm seated. And I got to wake you up this morning to know where you're seated. Because when you know that you're seated already, you start responding differently. You can start telling hell no. You can start getting your seat back. You can start getting your lick back. You can start restoring the. All right. Somebody say I've been raised. And when I've been raised, I have to understand I must, I got to learn to keep an awareness of that raising. So, so my job is to keep a what? Awareness of that raising. All right. Now let's go back to Hebrews 4, 8. Verse 11. Hebrews 4, 8, verse 11. Here we go. Go to verse 11. Read that again. Let us therefore be what? To do what? Stop right there. Write this down. The number one job of a believer is to be diligent just to enter the rest. That's it. What is your job? Okay, so, so, so your job is not to strive in life. You know your job? You're doing the wrong job. That's, that's the problem. You're fighting too hard. You're sweating for nothing. You, 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 you're going crazy for nothing. You, 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 I'm telling you, stop giving the devil advantage. He's a liar. You told me he's a liar. Why are you listening to him? He's a liar. Let him be a liar. I'm teaching you. This is your priority. You are called to do nothing else as a Christian. This is your job. Be diligent to do what? Enter that rest. What is your job? Enter that Rest. I'm going to tell you why. What's your job? Okay, so don't tell me you're about to go do anything. The next doing I want you to hear is going into the rest. Watch this. Once you have entered the rest, now it's Jesus' job to do the will and the do. That, that's the problem. Once I come into the rest, now you function, but not you functioning. It's no longer I who do it, but Christ now is doing it through me. It is not I, it's Christ. 
So what is your job? As, what is your job? To rest. So he said, be diligent, which means if I have to be diligent, he's saying diligence is not going to be your first thing to do. It, it means this thing is not going to be easy to do. He's saying, I need your, your diligence to be staying with me in rest. Because when you're resting with me, you're resting in my presence. And where the presence of the Lord is, there is liberty, there's freedom, there's hope, there's joy, there, 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 there's, there's answers, there's wisdom. Can you say amen? So he's saying, I need you to, this is your job as a believer. Because if you really believe as you say you believe, and when I say believing, there's a difference between a believer in things and a believer in God. Okay, this is, listen. Because if you are a believer in God, that means the first principle is faith towards God. If you believe in God, that means you believe upon him for him to do everything else. Believing on him is to believe on his word. It's to believe what he said. To believe what he what? To believe what he said. All right. Now watch this. When you believe what he said, it should have brought you rest. How do I know if I didn't believe what he said? I don't I'm not at rest. I know I didn't believe on him. I still may be believing on my situation. I still may be believing on what I think that's going to fix my situation. That wasn't my priority. My priority was to believe on him and be diligent to enter who rest. It's rest. That's my priority. Okay? When I enter into his rest, who does the work? Christ Jesus by what? By his spirit. Who's doing it? Who's doing it? Christ by his what? So it's no longer I. It's no longer what? It's no longer what? So your eye is gone. So this is why you know when people are religious because everything they talk about is I. It's only I. I'm going through. I'm going out. I'm coming in. I'm coming. I'm, I'm, I'm. I, it's, no, it's nothing wrong with I as long as it's rooted out of being in. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing, what, what, listen to me, because you, you, you don't fight the devil in, watch this, in the realm. You are, you hold, how many know the devil is not coming to you in the realm with God? Like, come on, devil, come with me. Come with me in my prayer so I can fight against you. He ain't coming. He's not coming to that fight. He's not going to show, show, show where you seated. He's going into the lower realms. He's waiting for you to come down. And he's depending on you not to know how to stay seated to keep you manipulated and what you're not. Because he knows you already won the victory in Christ. Oh, Jesus. Dude, I say he knows that you've already won the victory in Christ. Jesus, you have already won the victory. How many of y'all know life is a gift? How many of y'all know life is a gift? Why are we sitting here like life being a gift? Life is a, life is a what? You know, sometimes you get distraught of life, start asking and say, wait, who gave me life? Oh, you know what? Life is a what? A gift. And he 
no matter how you came into this life, no matter if you came in hell and high water, you got to understand that Jesus provided a pathway where you didn't have to live like that. He said, like, enter my rest. Enter my rest. That's your job. Every time you wake up, come into my rest. Don't do anything else. Don't you go to work without entering. Don't you talk to nobody. Enter my rest. That's your priority. Okay? Because if you're not at rest, you're going to make everybody the best. Y'all got to hear me. If you are not at rest, you're still needy. You need people to tell you you're good. You need people to raise. That's why you keep responding premature of understanding. You need everybody to agree with you. Why? You don't know what they told me. Who cares? What did you tell yourself? If you told yourself the right things, it doesn't matter what people tell you. Tell somebody, tell yourself the right thing. Put your hand on your head and say, self, tell, talk right, talk right. I got to talk right to myself. You got to get out of everybody else's business. What I mean by that, stop worrying about everybody else. Go in your house, go in your mirror and look at yourself long enough and say, until self get it right, I'm not ready to talk to you. If everybody keep controlling you, you have no self-control. You are out of control when you can control me. I'm out of control when you can control me. I'm out of control, which means whatever, whatever the wind does, it makes me move. So if I'm moved by every problem, that means I'm not in control. I'm in control of whatever the wind does. So, so Jesus said, I need my, my body to stop being moved by everything. They come in sad every day. This ain't my church. Uh, every day is a problem. Oh, I just, I, every, every day is an upset name. Every day. Where's the army? Where are the people who have learned to pray? Where are the people who, I told you, we're in a different generation. We don't get the same preaching anymore. Where are the generals? Where are those who've been all week on fire for God? Where are those who coming in with a prophecy, coming in with a word, coming in with an encouragement, coming in with a comfort? Where are those people? But the whole generation, everybody at need. And it's nothing wrong with that. But if you're going to confess that you are this, I need you to position yourself well and say, hey, if God be before me, no devil going to be against me. Stay in the realm of faith and believe on God. Can you say amen? All right, here we go. Somebody said, enter his rest. What is your first priority? It's to come to rest. Now, let me tell you something about rest. Because see, that corner of nature make you lie even about your rest. I've heard people thinking they're at rest. You're not at, you're not at the God rest. Resting has more to do about your spirit, man, than to do about your flesh. When I'm talking about rest, I ain't talking about vacation of your flesh. In fact, if you take a vacation and you just rested your flesh, you're still not at rest. Uh-oh. I can tell by the silence. I know. I know. We're coming. As the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs. My soul needs to be at rest. If your soul is not at rest, you're not resting. You're not resting if your soul is not at rest so your spirit can take control. Your flesh 
it's, it's irrelevant if your soul and spirit is not in control. So when he says, enter into my rest, he's not talking about you pray for five minutes and you just feel at rest. And for the rest of the week, you're going to think on rest. That's not what he's talking about, saints. He's not talking about you just, you know, I'm in a season of rest. I'm in a season of rest. Okay, how long did you pray today? Which, what word is in your rest? What word are you holding in your rest? I want you to give me the last five words that you're resting on. You don't have any. Okay, so you're resting in your flesh. So as soon as you're done with that rest for your 40 days resting, you're going to need another one. So, so let me help speed up the process. Stop trying to rest just with your flesh. You rest in your spirit, man. Excuse me, not even your spirit, because your spirit don't need rest. It's already active. You're resting in your soul. Your soul needs rest. And when your soul gets the rest that it needs, watch this. Your spirit starts to train your soul. This is how we function now. So your flesh start operating as your soul start obeying. Can you say amen? Is this too much? No, I want you to understand. Whatever you're not arresting your soul is because your flesh is still too loud. Okay. How many of you want greater rest in your soul? My, my hand is up too. How many want greater rest? The, the, greater the, the greater the rest, the more the spirit can lead. The greater the rest, the what? The more the spirit can lead. Okay. All right. So the greater the rest, the more the spirit can lead. So when I have rest in my soul, the reason I even have that is because I must have entered into the rest. And if I'm into the rest, watch this. I have now entered into the presence. How many of you ever tasted the presence of God? How many of you felt rest when you was in presence? And peace. Yeah. Now, so, so now this is a question. What happened to that rest? So, so what happened to it is when you got home, your week came. And if you didn't have a training of your spirit to keep you in that rest, you're going back to your default, which is not rest. Your default is slavery. But I declare slavery is going to be broken off on you this morning in the name of Jesus. Can you say amen? Somebody says broken off on me in the name of Jesus. Yeah, you got to get out of a default of slavery. And make the presence of God your resting place. Okay. The presence of God to be your what? Your resting place. You can never learn a win with God until you learn to make God your resting place. Can you say amen? Now, let me tell you the benefits real quick. We got four minutes. Let me tell you the benefits of resting in the presence of God. You ready? Go to Psalms 91. Oh, Pastor, I know that one. I know that one. We're going to see if you know it or not. I know you read it, but I don't know you know it. Let, let, let's see if you know it. Psalms 91. You ready? He that dwells in a what? It's not even a, 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 it's a secret one. It's not a public one. <laughs> Saints, it's not what? It's not public. 
It's not what? Can I teach you something? Stop trying to show everybody you pray all the time. Yeah, I'm after that religious devil. That's the same people that be in the marketplace. Like Jesus said, don't, don't be in the marketplace praying on the edge of the corner. People who don't have strong private prayers always want to pray more publicly. So they strive for public prayer, but they don't strive for private prayer. The reason why they do that is they have to make themselves feel like. Okay, so now they make themselves feel like they are accomplished in the things of God. Now, I'm not this is not a beat up. I'm not beating nobody up. I'm showing you the human nature of religion. And these attachments that have to be broken off of us. Because we're so quick to want to get on the phone and do public prayers. But nobody have a private covenant. Oh, my God. Nobody have a private covenant, but we're going to do public prayers. This is a spiritual thing, saints. It's a what? You can pray all you want together, ride up in a circle, do a dance together, build a fire. I don't care. If you don't have a private covenant and you're trying to do a public declaration, you're going to go in a cycle of hell. This is why I know people get angry at me. We don't rush this type of stuff because you've got to have something from the throne room of grace and understand how to function so the adversary don't deal with you wrong. We're provoking things we're not even strong enough for. Stop going into those people's lives. Make sure that you master yourself in the mirror. Don't provoke their devil. You're not ready for their. I don't provoke other people's devils. In the name of Jesus, I call, I call, all the, I call the angel of the heavens and the earth. I call Archangel Michael and to come and slay you. You better take you, Angel Michael, Billy, Joe, and everybody else and go to your own room and slay everything in you. Oh, yeah, we got a reset. Tell somebody I'm on a reset. I got a reset. You trying to call and learn? What are you talking about? You can't even argue right. You can't even say no to, to your flesh. And you're trying to call angels and prepare pack. No, 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 no. You haven't even won a, 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 a war with your child. You, what you, you, can't, you, you can't communicate right. You haven't even said you're sorry in the last two years. And you're going to pull on some, some principle. What? Man, come on, let's gather together. No, we ain't no gathering no together. You need to go into your room. Close the door. Go to your father who hears you in heaven and say, God, whatever is in me, take it out of me. Whatever is not of you, take it out of me. Help me to access your mind. Stop this false stuff. People trying to minister to people and you're not even positioned right. Oh, yeah, I'm not afraid to say it. Check me, test me. You can't throw no oil on somebody. You don't have it in, in you. Stop that. No, stop it. 
it's a it's, it's a false reality you're you're pulling on a realm where you don't have the foundation but you might be putting yourself in more harm's way because you're trying to pull on stuff that when that thing comes back on you you're being defeated is this all right i know it's not popular now this has nothing to do i'm not telling you be afraid of the devil but i'm saying don't let pride overtake you that's what i'm saying even paul said listen i i, I don't go above the grace my grace limit i don't go above my what grace that i be puffed up that's called pride that's called what pride this is why people in church, this is why, I, see, I'm trying to get the church back in place. And if we get back in place, we can start winning souls. But why bring souls back into a formation of religious indignation? If you can't defeat your devil, be careful touching everybody else's. Because now you need somebody to go deal with you on, on behalf of what you did for you and them. But what told you about that before you tell yourself about you? That's what I'm going. I want to know where do you, God is wanting you to know, I need you to in, enter into my presence. I need you to enter into me. Come into rest. Tell somebody I need rest. You need rest for your soul. Rest does not mean you're not moving. Rest does not mean also that you're not uh, 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 functioning. It's no longer I, but Jesus is doing the work. Can you say amen? I want you to go last scripture real quick. I want you to go with me. I didn't do Psalms. Let's do Psalms real quick. Y'all ready? I got a couple of minutes. Can I tell you the benefits of rest? Of dwelling. Because when you dwell, you have rest. Okay, you ready? This is what Jesus know when you use his word properly. You ready? Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest. What version do I have here? He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall what? So dwelling in the secret place of the Most High he said, you will abide under what? The shadow. Okay. So now I'm in the presence of Almighty God. I'm in the what? Okay. All right. Continue. I will say of the Lord, he is my what? So a result of being in the presence, these are the things that I start to say. These are the things that I what? You ready? So I would say he is my what? And my, my God and what? Him I will what? Which means you will never stay until you stay trusting. Okay? So trusting God keeps you in. The presence of God is his power. It's his function. Let's continue. Uh, verse 3. Surely he what? shall deliver you from the what? Snail of the father and from the perilous pestilence. Verse four. He shall what? 
cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take what? His troop shall be your and your. That means I don't need no food from you. I got refuge. I got food of the world. Boy, I got a butler. I got a, I got protection. I got I have covering. Not God, have. I have covering. I have protection. Pestilence don't matter. Palities don't matter. Let's keep going. Come on, let's, let's keep busy. You shall not be afraid of the what? Oh, so no fear is coming. I'm not afraid the witch coming tonight. No, ain't no, no, ooh. Give me my piece of pie, I'm about to go lay down. Maybe not the pie. Why? Because he's my dwelling place. He's my what? No, 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 no. No terror by night, nor the what? The arrow that flies. You know what that means? Somebody made you do something. They poked you and you responded. Go to the next one. Nor shall the pestilence that walks in what? In darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste in at noonday. Seven. A thousand may what? And ten thousand at your. But you shall, it shall not come near you. I, that's enough. It, it, you, 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 I want you to understand. You say, there's pessimists that walk in the darkness. There, there are things that walk in darkness. But he's saying, you ain't going to be afraid of it. You go, there are going to be fears, but you ain't going to be. You're going to be so worried. You're going to be so confident in what I am to you. That it don't matter what comes to you. Because you will know. That you watch this, you have trampled over them and they're under your feet. Because you remember that you are seated in heavenly places. You, 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 and the way you remember it is because you learned to make me your will. The Bible says, having done all to stand. You know what he said? Stand. He never said fight. Ah, saints. Saints, listen, listen, listen. You're doing too much. And you're doing too much because you don't understand. God already conquered the grave. You're way, you're way too busy in your mind. You're way too busy in your life. You got too many things that you think that needs to happen. Throw it away. You're way, you're way too busy. Way you 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 you're anxious. You're waiting for the next call. But God is saying, "I need you to learn to make me your dwelling place. Hide in me. I've never told you to fight. I told you, haven't done all to wrap yourself with the word. Haven't done all to stand. Guess what? Don't I ain't say fight now." I did not say fight. I said, after you've done everything you need to do to stand, guess what you need to do? Just stand. Which means you're standing. You're standing. Prove your license. 
Your standing proves your license of the spirit. Not your how do you fight. It's your standing. Because standing is using the toolkit of the spirit. Are you hearing me? If you're going to win in this life, if you're going to win in this life, you're going to have to decide to start standing. If you're going through something, saints, go find that place of rest with God. Don't move first. Tell somebody, don't move first. Slow down. The adversary loves an anxious believer. He, he like an anxious believer. He loves those. Because he knows they make decisions prematurely. He knows they make premature decisions. When they make premature decisions, I will take them two years, and then they still have to come back to the foundation. So I keep wasting their life. Because their time is their life in earth. In, in earth, your time is your life. So that's why you're going to be judged for what you did in this time. So your time, is, so he understands the more that I make you anxious and the more that I keep you out of the presence of God, the more that you do your own thing. But the more that you do your own thing, the more you're working dead works. So since I know that I know how to keep you working dead works, you're going to feel so you, you're going to go around the mountain and one day you're going to keep blowing up. And, and, and that's the way I like it. So you keep doing it the way you like to do it. Long as you don't enter into his rest. I know you're not going to become. That, that's, that, that, that's, that's what the enemy is. As long as you don't enter into his what? You can even put a lot of makeup on for, for ministry. But as long as you don't have what? You, you, this is why most ministers, most ministers can't pull from their spirit. It's dead, 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 dead Bible stories. That's that religion that's on the shelf. That's how homosexuality come in the church. That's how we start compromising in the church. That's why we make churches YMCA's now. You have a membership. We treat it like a membership. You're a member? Are you going to this event? Did you join the membership? This is not a membership. This is a movement of the government of God. I said it's not a membership. You can go ahead and cancel your membership today. It's not a membership. It's a movement of the Spirit of God. You have to understand the presence of God is your tool to win. It's your place of overcoming. Find rest. Find what? You were not made. Having done all to, guess what you need to do? Don't rest in your flesh. When you wake up your spirit, watch this. Can, can I tell you something? Resting don't look like standing still. <laughs> can I give you this last one? Resting doesn't look like standing still. The Bible says those who know their God will do what? Resting actually looks like great exploits being done. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. Y'all ain't got to be. Did you know that resting looked like great exploits? I said, you look like you're doing a lot of movement. No, baby, I'm resting. 
get so angry when all this happened? I'm at rest. Y'all got a problem. I ain't got one. We just mad because you ain't got no problem. Who told you I had to be a problem because your problem? I ain't got no problem because you got one. But the Bible says bear all our problems. Yeah, they say pray with you, cry with you. That didn't mean bring your problem into me. What am I saying? I'm saying I'm going to be at rest, but I'm going to do the will of God in rest. And every time I feel anxious, I tell the whole world to stop. Everything stops. Everything stops. This is my secret. I'm giving to you now. I make everything stop. And I look at it as if nothing. I, I look at it as God, you can take it all right now. I even go as deep as you can take my family. Oh, y'all weren't ready for that one. Huh? Who you want to take? Take it off my back. Take it. it. It wasn't you gave me as a gift. It's not mine in the first place. So why would I be anxious for something that you, you that, that I didn't even give myself? So if you if I didn't give it to myself and, and I've been walking with you, that means that somewhere in here you gave me the ability. So whatever's making me anxious has to be something with me. So tell you what, since my flesh is not in agreement with your spirit, today I die to everything. Take it. I know ain't no hallelujahs on that one. Stand to your feet. Come on, lift your hands. And you got to get angry about your situation and say tell you what this is not mine this is yours if it was up to me i wouldn't have took it i wouldn't have took it i wouldn't have took it are you hearing me you can hold the music for a second you have to understand that you've died to this life. I'm talking to believers now. I'm talking to believers now. I'm talking to real believers now. You got to understand that you are. And your real life is where? That doesn't mean that you're not going to have problems in trying to, out, out, uh, to, I'm trying to understand how to work out righteousness. I'm not saying you're not going to think and go through things. Because as you're working out righteousness, you're going in the pool of thoughts. And you're using the word of God to make sure that it works in every situation. So you're, you, you're going to come to these things that, that God is going to take you through cycles. That he makes you not hold on to anything but himself. I know some of you feel alone. But what if that's the purpose of God? I know you don't feel supported, but what if that's a purpose of God? What if they say, I need this type of skin in the game from you. I don't need you hanging on to everybody for me to get this thing out of you. What if I need you to come down to the floor with me and grapple with not having nobody so I can show you that you are somebody with me? Y'all got to hear me. I know I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I, I got to get you to a place where you stop being so needy on everything but me. There has to be, there has to be a place where God can make it hard for you so you can know where he made it easy for you. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to say that again. There got to be a place. Because see, 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 if it stay easy for you, the reason why it's hard for you because you don't agree with it. So that's good. Somebody said that's good. Hey, man, give yourself a hand clap. That, that, means, that means you don't love evil. So that's a blessing. Tell somebody I'm blessed. Because I don't love evil. I don't love this type of thing. So it, it proves that, you know, if you loved it, you wouldn't be mad at it. 
right? So that's, you, you know people love it when they're not that angry about how they're living. Oh, this is not a conviction in you. Got it. Okay. So, so, so if it's a conviction in you, you're fighting against it. God knows that he knows that you want righteousness. So he's saying, I got to keep it. I got to keep it tough for you, because as soon as I make it easy for you, you're going to take that ease as acceptance. As acceptance of grace in this realm of understanding, not you already accepted. Let, let me clear it. because I say that, but I need you to understand you already accepted but you're going to accept it for clearance of understanding. That's what I mean. And I don't want you accepting this for clearance of understanding. Because when I pull back and you don't use, know how to use the realm and use a principle to deal with it again, that told me you didn't understand it. Always learning but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. So what I have to do with you while you're going through so much, it's proof that I was trying to show you that you'll never find peace outside of my presence. What you're going through right now is a result of God proving to you that you'll never find peace outside of his presence. That's all. He was trying to prove to you that if you don't come into my rest, You'll never find peace. Your priority, saints, is not to go find more. I am so interested. I'm so, I'm so concerned when we don't like to learn the word, but we are so willing to grow in our businesses. Mm. I'm so concerned. It's interesting. And I know you, you, that, that's hard for you to understand because I, I got to break it down to you to understand why I'm concerned. You don't take prayer serious, but you want another comma. I'm concerned. I'm concerned. I, this is why I'm concerned. You ready? I'm concerned because you're making as if the comma doesn't have anything to do with God. <laughs> that, that, see, this is, where, this is where I get concerning. Because the church is doing I ain't talking about the world. The world is doing I'm talking about the church. You make it as if the comma doesn't have anything to do with God. And I beg to differ. I really beg to differ. The reason why you believe that is because you shelf God. You put God as a religion. He's just a religion that you serve. Okay? But Jesus said, servants don't know what the master is. Servants don't know what I'm doing. That's their problem. They keep putting me on the shelf. They don't know how I function. They're servants. They just come to do the servant thing. They go serve, they clean, and then they go home. And they go about their business, searching and looking for life. Where's my purpose? Where's my destiny at? Where's my money at? If I get another comma, you know, my girl going to like me. If I get another comma, my boy, you know, if I respect her, my boy going to be good. If I get this, my family going to be good. No, 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 no. See, 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 you're out of place. If you understood that God wasn't as religious as you think he is, you'll stop serving him like that. It's very interesting. Jesus said, without a vision, you perish. He did not say, when the devil do something to you, you're going to perish. You know what he said? Without a vision. You know what he meant by that? <laughs> he meant 
if you didn't see the successful you that he made you to be, you missed the reason why you was even, watch this, you missed the goodness of who he was and, oh, Jesus, in the reasoning of being in this practice. You made it about I don't serve God for success, but success comes through serving God. <laughs> I'm not looking to go be successful. I found a secret. I found a secret. I found a secret that I can, I can bypass anybody. I can bypass anybody. I, I, can, I can go do it. Whatever. Who you want me to talk to? Where, 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 where? Which territory? Okay, right? See, see, you got to understand the marketplace is it's about you bringing the ideal of the realm of the spirit into the ingrainedness of the world. He said, disciple the nations. Why are you making this about a religion? Who made that? This is why this makes this hard. This transaction is hard. You know why? You're trying to make me preach a religion. I'm not a religious person. I'm a business pastor. I'm a relationship pastor. I'm a kingdom pastor. I'm messing with you. Uh, see, uh, all of that and more, whatever you want to put on there, just make sure it's of the blessing. Don't give me the curse. You made it about sitting in the chair and going to heaven. I make it about heaven being in me and I'm going to occupy the earth. Which, which realm that I need to go to, God? Where am I going today? What, am, what are we building now? Who, who, what, what, is, what is this going to do for a generation? What is this going to do for children that's coming in? What is this going to do for it? See, you're making it about your money. I don't make it about no bill. I make, what is this going to do years down the road? Who keys do I need to take so I can feed a family? I got it here. So when, when, when we push believers on the side, it wasn't personal. It's saying, I can't go with your religious agenda because you're going to keep me stuck. I'm actually after a God thing, but I can't make you think I'm not. Because see, 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 your circles, you're so used to them making you think you're not. <laughs> God gives you ideas, but they talk you out of them. God gives you vision, but they talk you out of them. They talk you out of so much that it's even hard for you to think of an idea that God says. And the problem is, you get so frustrated, you just go run head first. And he was saying, it was my idea. You're ready to walk. I'm going to teach you. This is your driver. This is your what? I want you to walk as if you already meant what I said. You ready? So you're going to start by being at the end. You're going to start where? So what did I tell you you're going to be? I said you were going to be, what is the character? See, I, I put it in money form so so because I, I know our minds, all right? Let's, you said you want to be a millionaire, okay? I want you to start walking how you perceive a millionaire walk, all right? So we're going to start like that, all right? So wake up, look, look at your disciplines. Why are you making your bed today? Oh, so you think that higher levels have bigger disciplines. 
Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. So you do believe that there are disciplines that's commensurate with this level of walk. What I'm saying to you saints is God put a purpose in you. And if God be with me, I am not going to let you shout around what the devil is doing and not know that God has birthed you for such a time as this. You got to know that it's time for you to manifest. I'm not afraid of you not manifesting. You need to manifest. But when you manifest properly by the spirit, it'll do its own thing. Nobody shouldn't have to tell you, no, the spirit will put restrictions, but it will also put preservations. It'll, it'll make you go forward. Are y'all hearing me? When you hit the resting place properly by the spirit, you won't be out of control. The spirit will give you a spirit control temperament. So manifest. Wake up in the morning and say, my driver is, I got to put this thing on paper. I got to be the best teacher. I got to be the best. When I go to this office at this cubicle, I'm going to make sure that the light is shining. I'm going to outgrow it. They're going to have to make me the manager. The manager going to start talking to me about stuff that I don't even understand why you're talking to me about. Hey, brother, don't you got a job to do? Remember, you the one gave me permission to know. Are y'all hearing me? You have to grow out of where you are. You got to what? And the only way you're going to grow out of where you are is by resting more. <laughs> by what? Stop being chaotic in your life. I want you to look at everything don't belong to you. It belongs to God. It belongs to what? That's the first principle. It's not yours. You are steward of everything God gave you. See, this is the, that one, I, I let that seek in. It's not yours. You are steward of it. You think you gave yourself those kids? You, you, you think you gave yourself life? No, you are steward of it. First thing, it's not mine. It's the Lord. Lift your hands. I want to pray for you. You can put on a little music. There is awakening this morning. Do it. Everything that he called you to be. Many people have spoken over their life. They've spoken death. They've spoken deficit. They've spoken things that you used to be. But today, I will call you up to who you're called to be. I call you to who you're called to be. Father, right now, I pray that your lovely children this morning, your lovely saints, your lovely daughters and sons, you touch their lives, help them, heal them. God, we break every confusion. Come on, we, we, we purge that off of their minds and their hearts. Wherever there's anxiousness, come on, we lift that up to this point. We take that strong backpack off of them. We take that weight off of them in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that there be a lifting of their head. They will manifest. They're going to be better than their father, fathers. They're going to be better than their mother, mothers. They're going to be better than them. God, you, you even said greater work shall we do. Greater work shall we do, God.
So, Father, I pray right now over your people that you arise in their spirit, that you awaken them this morning, that they may say yes now. They may say yes now. Now, for now is the time. For now is the time that I'm calling you to manifest. Come on, let me prophesy to you for a second. For now is the time that I'm calling you to manifest. It is your time, it is your time, it is your time. It is your time. Come into my presence. For I called you and I'm going to secure you into me. I'm going to take care of your families. I'm going to take care of your children. I'm going to restore the yoke, the locusts that, that the locusts have taken, that the canker worm, all of those things. I'm restoring your time. Today is your day to restore and manifest. Go forward, go forward, go forward. Go forward in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift up your hands. Lift up your hands, lift up your hands, lift up your hands. All ye gates, be ye lifted up. Throw Sandalabai, and the King of glory shall come in. Father, we give you our hearts. We give you our minds. We give you our souls. We will live for you. We live for you. Whatever the devil has sold you, ah, uh, come on, we sign that up. We, 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 we let it go now. We're not going that way. We're going your way, God. Not my way, but your way. Not my will, but your will. Let it be so. Let it be so. Let it be so. Let it be so. We break every addiction. That addiction is there to confuse you. It's taking your power away. It's taking your power away. He knows if I keep them confused, I keep them addicted. I pray right now that addiction is broken off of you in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift up your hands. Father, right now, we give you the praise. 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 We thank you, God. We worship you. We worship you. For eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither have it come into the heart of man what I prepared for you. What I prepared for you. I have not forgotten about you. I have never left you nor forsake you. My word is truth. My word is truth. I haven't left you nor forsake you. I haven't left you nor forsake you. There was a lack of knowledge. There's a lack of knowledge. There was something in your generation that they did not adhere to my word. But today I'm calling you to adhere to my word. You will not be what that was. You're coming into the promise. You're coming into your, come on, God is blessing your future right now. He's blessing your future by blessing your now. He's blessing your future by blessing your now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. For some of you have been confused. You've been confused. I'm telling you, come on, some of you have been confused. God is saying, I, you've been confused. But today I break that confusion. I break that confusion. You're not mad at me, for I've given man choice. I've given man choice, and I'm calling you to choose me today. I'm calling you to choose me today. I've given you choice because I love you, because I want you to choose me. Choose life today, that you may live, that you may live, that you may live. It is your time to be who I called you to be. Let go of everything that's not for me. Let go of everything that's not for me. Come on, how many of you are gonna make a decision? I'm letting go, lift your hands, I'm letting go. 
of everything that's holding me back. Everything that's not commensurate with you, your promise, God, I'm letting it go. I'm tired of holding on to things that you didn't tell me to hold on to. I'm tired of holding on things you didn't tell me to hold on to. If any man strive for mastery, he's not crowned unless he strive lawfully. God, I want to strive lawfully. I want to know you. I want to see your face. I want to hear your voice. Thank you, Lord. 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 Father, I pray that from this day forward, your people will know you and they will be found in you and we find in your resting place that we may be glad. Just pray. Open up your mouth, saints. Bless this name. 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 Yes. Yes. Bless this name. Bless this name. You are my highest name. You are my safe refuge. You are my treasure, Lord. You are my safe refuge. I find rest in you. I find hope in you. I find joy in you. Pro sandalabakiaso. We bind every assignment over your people, God. Lord, every adversarial movement, we break it off of them, God. Hallelujah. Every trace, every trace, every trace, every trace. Come on, every negative trace of the past, we let it go today. Every cycle of generational cycles, we let it go today. We have a few mind, a free mind, a pure mind, a sound mind. You alone are worthy, God. Thank you, Lord. You alone are worthy, God. 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 We withhold nothing, Jesus. Come on, take your seat this morning. 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 I give you permission to take your seat this morning. I give you permission to take your seat this morning. Take back your seat this morning. I give you permission to take back your seat this morning. We give you the praise. We give you the praise. We give you the praise. Father, we thank you 
the win and the victory. Lift your hands and repeat after me, Father God. This morning, I come into rest of knowing you. You are faithful. You are for me. Nobody can be against me because you are for me. Thank you for being a good father. You died even when I was not right. When I was wrong, you still died. You loved me. You never left me. You cared for me. You didn't forget about me. Thank you. Thank you. I lift my hands. I take my seat. I'm born in you. I'm born from you. I am yours. Come on, I am yours. I'm yours, God. And I give it to you this morning. Thank you for setting me free. I declare it. I believe it. And I receive it. In Jesus' name. Come on, give him a shout of praise. 